0: This is Living Lean, the show that teaches you how to apply the science of nutrition and training to sustainably create your leanest, strongest body and build the most confident version of yourself. I'm your host Jeremiah Bear. Let's get into the show. Yo, welcome back. Today we are diving into the Peak Week Guide, basically how to get photo shoot ready. So. Recently, one of my online clients, Jeff, got ready for a photo shoot. He absolutely crushed it. Now, this episode is also done in blog format. Link to that is in the show notes if you'd rather read it and literally see how ripped this dude got. But he got, he crushed it. Pictures came out great. We were both super happy with how this turned out. So today, you're going to be learning the exact peak week strategy we used to help Jeff get absolutely ripped for this photo shoot. Now before we dive too deep into the strategy, we need to get super clear on what a peak week is and what it is not. So first, you need to understand that peak weeks are not magic. Meaning that Jeff didn't get ripped during his peak week. He got ripped the previous 13 weeks of dieting and being crazy consistent hitting his macro targets. So really a peak week is kind of the icing on top of the cake it's the final touches to make sure you go into the photo shoot with the best possible look maybe it takes you from an eight to a nine or a nine to a ten but if you're not already super lean a peak week won't magically make you appear more ripped in a week that part comes with the last few months of nailing your diet and staying it accountable to a coach No amount of carb manipulation will make up for simply not being lean enough, going into a photo shoot, a bodybuilding show, or shit. Even again, a beach vacation. This is exactly why we always make sure we have plenty of time when planning your nutrition periodization strategy ahead of time when you work with us as an online client, regardless if you're prepping for a photo shoot or not. I want to make sure that we have time to take a diet break or two give you a if needed, and account for anything unexpected that comes up in life. Because let's face it, coaching is about working with individuals with lives outside of just fitness. So there's always a possibility something will come up that'll set the prep back a few weeks, which is exactly why planning ahead for this months in advance is key. And this is exactly like when you start coaching with us, you'll see we literally plan out The next six months, shit, our minimum contract is only three months, but that's how much we want you to be able to see the roadmap, make you see the future, what your desired rate of loss is, when we're expecting to take diet breaks, when we're refeeding, when we're transitioning you to maintenance, what our reverse dieting process might look like. No matter what your goals, we map this out well in advance, so because there's no worse situation than scrambling, trying to get a lot leaner the last few weeks before a shoot, for example, or shit, before that vacation. There's no worse feeling than working your ass off for three months and still not feeling confident when you get to the beach. Now, granted, many transformations don't happen in three months, so it might just be a timeline issue, but you get the idea here. With proper planning and proper expectations, you'll never have to feel like you go into with the photo shoot, the event, etc without the look that you want. So basically, you need to have a smart plan for the entire diet leading up to your shoot, like we give our online clients, not just cross your fingers that the peak week will drastically change your physique, because it won't. But anyways, a peak week <laughs> is the last five to seven days before a photo shoot, a bodybuilding show, a beach vacation, etc. Now, during this period of time, we're manipulating your food intake, training, fluids, basically everything to make sure that you go into the shoot with the best possible look and get amazing results from it. So now that all that's clear, let's dive into the peak week strategy we use here with online clients. So first, as far as food choices go. So food choices are generally very strict, a lot more so than we normally would, as we're generally advocates of a more flexible diet. But here, this is a very specific scenario where we want to make sure we remove anything that could possibly cause you to be bloated during the shoot so generally i recommend online clients stick to for proteins basically just keep it to meat: ground turkey chicken breast lean steak and lean fish as far as carbs white rice variations sweet potatoes spinach mushrooms bell peppers asparagus blueberries greens are smart to limit in this case to spinach and asparagus because greens these greens are so much lighter and generally non bloating whereas like if you're smashing a lot of broccoli you're going to be bloated and you're probably not going to feel great during the shoot now on a similar note to carbs as far as fiber goes here either too much or too little can cause some digestive issues so generally i just tell people like per a thousand calories we want to take in about 10 to 15 grams of fiber. Most people within that range will feel good, but this is also something we can manipulate across the peak week. But again, we don't want to ramp it up too high, nor do we want to see it decrease too low, as either can often cause digestive issues. As far as fats go, we'll stick mostly to olive oil, coconut oil, and nut butter. These give you a good diversity of fats and also digest well for most everyone. For condiments, ideally they're minimally processed, and you're using the bare minimum. And then we wanna avoid dairy, artificial foods, artificial foods or sweeteners, excuse me, super high fiber, or foods that are overall just very high volume, for example, broccoli. Brussels sprouts, green beans, bananas, et cetera. As these are more prone to cause bloating. Now it's important to note here that if any of these foods are not foods you've consistently eaten across the shoot prep, now is not the time to experiment with introducing new foods. Because we don't want to learn two days before the shoot that, oh man, mushrooms give me crazy gas. Fuck. That's this isn't the time to experiment with introducing new foods. Um, as far as number of meals go, we want to split your days up into four to six meals because this makes absorption and digestion of nutrients a bit easier than if we're eating just two to three big meals. So again, basically we're just keeping you less bloated. Mm -hmm. Now, sodium and water intake is a big thing we want to keep an eye on here. Really, we don't want to create drastic changes one big peak week mistake you often hear about in the bodybuilding community is a peak week gone wrong due to improper manipulation of sodium and water intake and really trying to drastically change water or salt intake at this point is pretty high risk and low or i would say no reward and it's a misunderstood concept as a whole so your body stores water both inside your cells, aka intracellular water, which makes your muscles look more quote unquote full, and outside your cells, aka extracellular. Too much of this will make you look quote unquote watery, which is not a good thing in this case. So when people are trying to quote unquote cut water to look leaner, they're trying to reduce that extracellular water we talked about. The problem is your body has a tightly controlled system that likes to maintain a specific balance of intracellular to extracellular water. So there's a specific ratio your body maintains. So when you decrease or increase one, you decrease or increase the other. So while you might be depleting extracellular extracellular water, your muscles will also be getting smaller due to the corresponding de- depletion of intracellular cellular water. So your physique won't look any better you'll just look flat. Your muscles will just look smaller. Now, I also do have to give credit to Lane Norton here because he's the one I really first like understood these concepts from really diving into this topic in my own first photo shoot prep. Now, similarly, with playing with sodium levels, your body has a very tightly regulated system for maintaining adequate sodium as well. So when you cut back on sodium, your kidneys can more sodium by reabsorbing more and letting you pee out less basically. So when we try to deplete sodium, your sodium levels inside your body are essentially largely unaffected. However, cutting sodium does increase levels of the hormone aldosterone. Now, aldosterone's job is to regulate water and sodium in your body. So in the case of cutting sodium, as aldosterone levels increase, water retention also increases. So this means your physique is gonna look a lot softer and puffier during the shoot. So here, we essentially want your body to just maintain homeostasis. Again, there's not much of a reward of like manipulating water too drastically or trying to manipulate sodium too drastically, but there are some big consequences that can throw off how your physique looks big time if we manipulate these factors improperly. So as far as salt goes, just salt your food similar to how you normally would. Don't cut back here, if anything, Adding a bit more salt is likely a good idea as you'll be taking in less salt due to the removal of processed foods. As far as water, just keep water intake the same as always, but stop drinking it except in sips by 6 to 7 p.m. simply because we want your sleep quality to be as high as possible during this week to keep cortisol low. If you're anything like me, you have to pee constantly if you drink water past like 6 Um and so, and that's really a rule I have to keep most of the time, anyways. But especially relevant here, as far as training, we're deloading you through the week to keep inflammation low. So basically, you're going to be chasing a fun pump, but you'll stop well short of failure on every set. So somewhere from three reps in reserve to five reps in reserve. On the day of the shoot, you'll pump up, starting about 20 minutes before the shoot. With the movements you know work best for you in a constant circuit-like fashion. Here, you're just making sure that you're touching on all the muscle groups you want to be pumped. So, an example pump-up session pre-shoot could look something like: you're doing a cable face pull, supersetted with a push-up, superseted, and all these for probably 15 to 20 reps. Superseted with a push-up, superseted with a straight-arm push-down, superseted with a lateral raise supersetted with a bicep curl, supersetted with a tricep push down, and just repeating again in a constant circuit, just trying to pump up. Now, as far as the actual carb loading strategy plus macro strategy that we're using here. Now there are many different strategies you can use, but my personal favorite macro strategy to implement with clients is a carb front loading strategy. So basically this means that we will be ramping your carbs up early in the week to bring your total calories to near maintenance levels. We'll be assessing how the increase in carbs impacts your physique and tapering it down as needed to make sure that you're going into the shoe on point. Now, before we go any further, there are a couple definitions that you need to know as relative to how your physique feels across the peak week. One, we have flat, so When your physique feels or looks flat, you feel skinny and slightly soft, and this is usually a product of not enough carbs. On the other hand, we have spilled over, which means you feel bloated. This is usually a product of too many carbs. And finally, we have a physique that feels full or looks full. Here, your muscles feel hardened to find with good vascularity. This is where we want you for the shoot and spend peak week finding the ideal carb intake for you to achieve a full look during the shoot. Now, your carb intake determines, of course, if you're flat, spilled or perfectly full going into the chute. So the front load approach gives us plenty of time to experiment across the week with this and find your ideal carb intake for maximum fullness without being bloated or without spilling over. So. Your protein and fat intake during this week are typically decreased slightly just to allow for more carbs and more fullness without pushing you too high over your maintenance calories. So in Jeff's case, his pre-peak week macros were six days per week. He was eating 1,910 total calories. Um, Now, don't try to manipulate these. These are very individual to him. These are by no means a prescription for anyone else, but he was eating six days a week, 1,900 calories. 200 grams protein, 165 grams of carbs, 50 grams of fat. One day per week, he was eating 2,615 calories on his refeed, 200 grams of protein, 55 grams of fat, and 330 grams of carbs. So the increase for his refeed came mostly via carbs per usual. Now, his peak week macros, after adjustments, basically the whole week, we just kept him at 180 grams of protein and 45 grams of fat. But across the week, we manipulated his carbs dramatically. So day one, we bumped carbs up from one sixty five to four hundred and twenty. So I knew previously that his refeeds seemed to make him feel good. They didn't seem to be pushing to the point where he felt felt bloated or spill over during the diet. And just knowing Jeff, having worked with him for a long time, I knew that his body seemed to handle carbs very well. And he would probably do well with a pretty drastic carb increase, which I was correct on. We bumped him up to 420. He felt pretty good, but a bit spilt over. So the next day, we decreased carbs to 370. Um, And actually, before we go too deep into this, I should explain communication a bit more. Because really, the things we always make clear to online clients is... Or the thing, I should say, we always make clear to online clients is a great peak week requires great communication to pull off. So every day of the peak week, you're sending us first thing in the morning weight, your morning plus night physique pictures, how you're feeling daily. For example, how good your pumps are, if you're feeling full, spilled, or just right, and how you look immediately post-training. And really, we're adjusting this throughout the week. So like for clients, I can never emphasize enough how important good communication is. And as you're about to hear, we were constantly tweaking Jeff's macros through the week based on what we were seeing plus his feedback. So again, from this constant communication between the two of us, we started him off high carb, 420 grams of carbs. He was feeling a bit spilled over. So we dropped carbs to 370. Next day, okay, still a bit spilled over. So we dropped carbs to 340 which he seemed to feel good at, but um, he had some wine that night, I believe. So we had to drop carbs the following day to 300. Not ideal, but we made it work. Um, typically, would recommend avoiding alcohol as it does typically cause you to retain some water at the subsequent days after drinking. But in this case, everything worked out great. But basically, we dropped carbs to 300. Um, the next morning... Um, thankfully he woke up feeling good feeling very lean feeling a bit flat actually so after making sure that this was on point we knew that around 340 grams of carbs is where he seemed to feel the best from our data earlier in the week so the last couple days before the shoot we bumped his carbs back up to 350 and he fucking crushed it in the shoot it really helped him look his absolute best now as far as the day of the shoot goes I'm just going to talk you through the specific instructions that I gave Jeff. So as far as carbs, and this is literally my email to him, you absolutely want to avoid foods that are higher in volume slash fiber or harder to digest. These will cause bloating. So focus on light, easily digested carbs that are low in fiber. So for example, white rice, rice cakes, even Gatorade, if you're feeling flat. You'll assess your physique often. So if you're looking flat, you'll bump your carbs up a bit. But realize that it will take a few hours for these to assimilate, so don't get overzealous here. Better to be slightly flat and then spill over for the shoot. As far as protein, you want to keep it lower to avoid any bloating. Fat is also or should also be kept relatively low to allow quicker digestion of your carbs. Now, as far as meals, I would eat your first meal. At approximately 8 to 10 a.m. so his shoot was in the evening in this case around 5 p.m. and then he every two hours every two to three hours going forward now these meals should be higher carb about 40 to 60 grams low protein about 10 to 20 grams and moderate fat about 5 to 10 grams and you should have eaten approximately four meals pre-shoot now make sure you continue to salt these as normal Now, in Jeff's case, we also had him quote unquote trial run his food for the shoot on the previous day. So from there, we knew, okay, you have a template of food you felt great on. Your macros are very close to what would be on shoot day. Let's just replicate this. We know this is a safe bet. As far as water goes, drink approximately 12 ounces with each meal unless you're feeling spilled over. Now, if you're not feeling spilled over, you can drink more if you're thirsty, but there's no need to force it. Now, approximately 45 minutes to pre-shoot, or 15 to 25 minutes before you start the process of pumping up, I down a half teaspoon of salt, plus 25 to 50 grams of sugar. This will really help your pump during the shoot. Now really, you don't need to overthink this too much, feel yourself as if to your full, spilled, or flat, and realize that we'd rather have you slightly flat than spilled. And finally, be sure to message me the morning of the shoot with how you're feeling, and stay in constant contact throughout the day of the shoot. I'll help you tweak things from there. And really that's the biggest key to all this to successfully pulling off a peak week like this. It's just constant communication. As you just heard, we're going back and forth constantly throughout the week. But again, I highly recommend you to click the link in the show notes and check out the blog because Jeff got absolutely ripped. And he brought a great look to this photo shoot. Now, the thing to remember here is that the real magic happened across his previous 13 weeks of dieting when he nailed his macros and lost body fat weekly. And beyond that, Jeff set himself up for success by spending a long time in a building phase, following a smart training program and being crazy consistent on his own before working with us. Now, are you capable of getting lean for a photo shoot like this? Absolutely. Will it happen in a week or even a month? absolutely not and that's exactly why we prioritize periodization and long-term strategy so much in our coaching service without it you'll never achieve your best body composition now if you're ready to follow a smart individualized plan mapped out to your specific body composition goals click the link in the show notes to apply for online coaching with our team that is all i have for you all today thank you for tuning in